Welcome to Nali Bali. It's time for a story, a time where we can journey to many places and meet different faces. Coquetto's Favorite Jersey by Patricia de Villiers. Monday is always a big wash day at Granny's house. Every Monday, early in the morning, Granny takes out the big tin wash tub and puts it on the table in the yard. Then she boils water in the kettle. She has to boil lots and lots of kettles to fill the wash tub right up to the top. Then Granny adds soap powder and stirs the water with a big wooden spoon until it becomes frothy and bubbly. And then she puts all the sheets and pillowcases and the tablecloth into the wash tub. She pushes them down under the water with her big wooden spoon and then stirs them around and around. <sighs> when everything is clean and rinsed, Coquetta helps her granny to peg the heavy, wet washing onto the clothesline. One cold Monday morning, Coquetta looked at what she was wearing. Hmm, she thought. My white socks are clean. But my blue shoes are dirty. My pink dress is clean, but my bright stripy jersey has got this morning's breakfast all over it. Let's see. Egg, tomato sauce, milk, a bit of banana and lots of crumbs. I love this beautiful warm jersey of mine, but it does need a good wash. Granny, Granny, can I put my stripy jersey and my blue shoes into your wash tub? Granny chuckled. No, my angel, this is a hot wash. You really mustn't do that. Coquetto didn't understand. Why shouldn't she put her jersey and her shoes into Granny's wash tub? So, when Granny had gone to the shop to buy some potatoes and onions, Coquetto ran into the yard. She took off her blue shoes and her bright stripy jersey. She picked up the big wooden spoon and pushed the shoes and the jersey into the wash tub with all the other washing. Everything was very, very hot and heavy. The soap bubbles made Coquetto sneeze. But eventually, she managed to push her clothes down to the bottom, deep, deep under all the sheets and pillowcases and the tablecloth. There, she said to her jersey and shoes. Now you'll all get clean and fresh. When Granny came home, she noticed that Coquetto was wearing just a thin dress and had only socks on her feet. Coquetto, it's a cold day. Why are you just wearing those? Do you want to catch a cold? Oh, Granny. Coquetto waved her hand in front of her face as if it was a fan. I'm so hot. I'm not cold at all. Then she skipped down the path and waved to her granny. Bye, granny. I'm just going to see Pinky. Now just you wait a minute, young lady. But Coquetso didn't even hear her granny. She had already disappeared around the corner. On her way to Pinky's house, Coquetso started to feel really cold. The wind was blowing through her dress and the road was like ice under her feet. She wrapped her arms around herself 
and ran all the way to her cousin's house. Pinky! Pinky! called Kaketsu, jumping up and down on Pinky's doorstep. Pinky, let me in! I'm freezing! Pinky came to the door. Are you mad, Kaketsu? Why don't you have any winter clothes on? Pinky's house was nice and warm. Come in, Kaketsu! said Pinky's mother, who was Kaketsu's auntie Sarah. Oh, you're just in time for some fresh bread and jam. Kaketsu was enjoying herself so much at Pinky's house that she forgot all about Granny's washing. Suddenly she remembered. She jumped up off her chair. Oh no, I was supposed to help Granny hang out the washing. I must go home right now. Well, you can't go dressed like that, said Auntie Sarah. Well, come here, dear. At least put these on. And she gave Coquetso a great big brown jersey that came down to her knees and a pair of old slippers. When Coquetso got home, her granny was waiting for her with her arms folded. She was very cross. All the washing was hanging on the line and right at one end was a pair of dripping blue shoes and a tiny, teeny little jersey just big enough for a baby. Coquetso's mouth fell open. But, 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 I don't understand. That looks like my jersey, but it's not my jersey. And then she felt the tears come to her eyes. Oh, Granny, she wailed. What's happened to my jersey? I want my old jersey back. Granny just looked at her. Don't say I didn't warn you, Coquetso. You can't put woolly things into such hot water. They shrink if you do that. That's why your jersey is so small now. Early the next morning, when Coquetso got up, she found that Granny had stuffed her blue shoes with newspaper and put them close to the heater. They were still damp and steaming, but at least they were still their normal size. Her jersey was dry and folded up on top of the pile of Granny's clean washing. But it was very, very small. Coquetto went outside in Auntie Sarah's big brown cardigan and slippers to sit on the doorstep. She spread the little jersey on her lap. I'm sorry, stripy jersey. You were so pretty and soft. <laughs> Coquetso cried a little bit. Morning, morning, Coquetso. Well, you look nice and warm in this cold weather. It was old Uncle Quiss, who was pushing his shopping trolley down the road. I've got someone who nearly froze last night. And old Uncle Quiss opened his coat to show her that he was holding a little shivering dog. <coughs> oh, shame! Uncle Quiss, that poor doggy hasn't got enough hair to keep her warm. Maybe she needs a nice woolly coat. <laughs> then she had an idea. <gasps> the doggy can wear my old jersey. It's much too small for me now. And do you know, that little jersey fit the little dog almost perfectly. <laughs> That's wonderful, Coquetso. <laughs> Look how pleased she is. 
I'm going to name her after you. <laughs> From now on, her name is Ketzel. Ketzel. <laughs> Ketzel. Hello, Ketzel. Hello, little Ketzel. I think that's a nice name for a dog. The little dog wriggled and licked old Uncle Chris on the nose. <laughs> and she seems to like her name too. And she loves her bright, stripy, woolly coat. Come on, Ketzel, my little dog. Let's go and find some breakfast. Uncle Chris waved as he walked off down the street. Good idea, said Ketzel. And she went inside to find her granny and some breakfast. And so we come to the end of today's story on Nali Bali. Produced by Vion Finter, Cassie Lowers and Leon Fisser. Be part of Story Power with Nali Bali and read a story anytime you want. Look out for the Nali Bali supplement with great stories and activities available in various languages in the Sunday World, the Sunday Times Express, the Eastern Cape's Daily Dispatch on Tuesdays and the Herald on Thursdays. Nali Bali.